0: Conservative or otherwise, you get to hear your point of view. We are an independent media outlet that, unlike mainstream media beholden to corporations, we only owe allegiance to you. Remember, you can also send me a tweet at EGBERTOWILLIES. That is at Egberto Willies. Let us engage. It is politics done right. Welcome to Politics Done right from the studios of KPFT 90.1 FM Houston, your community radio station. We have a great program for you today. It's a blockbuster jobs report. Everything that the progressives, along with Biden, have been saying, is absolutely correct. Keynesian economics work, and you know what? It it, it continues to raise its head. You know, you you make sure that the average American citizen gets their worth, and you know what, the economy flourishes, the economy flourishes. Anyhow, um, we're gonna talk about some very important issues here. Today we're gonna talk about, you know, with the economy flourishing, everybody's talking about inflation. What about inflation? Yes, inflation is high. Why is inflation high? Because so many people have money to buy things. That's not the reason, folks. We don't have shortages. We have an economy big enough to supply the prosperity that Americans have earned. What we also have are corporations with pricing power, monopoly power. They've made profits on this pandemic. They've made profits on everything else. And as we are re-inflating, as we have more monies in our pockets, they're getting ready to take it away. And how do they take it away? That thing called inflation. Even before inflation came into pass, there they, were, they were making record profits. And you know what they're saying in the boardrooms? Hey, we can sucker and take all that money that those American citizens have now. We can take it right back into the coffers of just a few. We're going to talk a whole lot about all of that. We're going to talk about Ukraine. We're going to talk about the media and the terrible coverage and the way it's biased. We're going to talk about antiseptic slavery, uh, a clip that I brought in from uh, a piece that I did at the station, W-A-O-K, in Atlanta. I bring a couple of other clips in from some of the callers from Atlanta that have some very prescient information. We expose the reality about inflation. Why is inflation high? You know why it's high? We all know about the corporate robbing, the corporate stealing, the corporate, those parasites out there, that they don't produce anything. You do, but they want your we are in our winter fun drive but folks please stick with me i'm not just going to give you a fun drive pitch i'm not just going to be doing a whole lot of pitching and pitching and pitching i'm going to do a short pitch here at the beginning i'm going to do a slight little pitch in the middle and then at the end a small pitch don't forget please support the show support the station as well Why am I asking you to support KPFT 90.1 FM Houston? It is extremely important. Remember that KPFT embraces cultural diversity. We represent the entire Houston, the entire metropolitan area. We represent the entire country kpft supports programming that's not the status quo we challenge the status quo we don't give you what the corporatocracy just want to give you we are here to tell you not only the truth but to express it in a way that we all understand that's kpft's job we are not trying to forget the past we embrace the past and we are there to celebrate the future because things change what am i saying Please remember KPFT 90.1 FM is a gem. We are in the process of moving. We are in the process of relocating to a new space. We need you more than we have ever needed you before to keep this thing going. Over 50 years of giving you great info, not only progressive programming, but alternative pro- uh, programming. What do We mean, by alternative programming, we mean things that you are not going to get elsewhere. We also mean telling you the truth about things that others may not want you to know. So please remember, folks, call 713-526-5738. Again, that number is 713-526-5738. But even better, visit kpft.org. Click the donate button. Make sure you select politics done right for the program. The form will give you, please get one of my several books out there. As I see it, class warfare, the only resort to right-wing doom for a contribution of $120. It's worth it, how to talk to your right-wing relatives, friends, and neighbors for a contribution of $120. How to make America Utopia take away the economy from those who rigged it for a pledge of $120. Get any two of those books for $200, any three of those books for $250. The Contributions from my books go directly to support our station, KPFT 90.1 FM. Alternatively, folks, please get your basic KPFT only membership for $40, a Pacifica only membership for $25, or choose from one of our many other gifts for your contribution. Just go to kpft.org choose politics done right for the program and select an option either for our books or something else to support the station it is definitely worth it do you know how we start let's get busy the president progressives democrats they have a lot to be proud about with what the news jobs report says it says that using good Keynesian economic policies good progressive economic policies bring success as it has so far with the economy let's play ahead uh with the let's let you hear about the jobs report and then we'll go ahead and take it on the other side
1: February jobs report released just moments ago. It is strong to say the least. It shows 678,000 jobs were added last month, 678,000. And the unemployment rate ticked down from 4% to 3.8%. Dom Chu, this is well over expectation. 90%, percent nine zero of the jobs lost over the last two years of the pandemic have returned. And not just that, Willie, to your point about the strength
2: of this report, you mentioned the headline numbers and the unemployment rate as well. If you look at the revisions over the last two months, meaning December and January, they also increased the number by 92,000 jobs on top of the previous estimates. So, not only is the headline number much better than expected, but the previous months have been revised higher. I will take you through some of the other numbers that are important here for a lot of the viewers and listeners out there, especially those paying attention to the economy. A lot of attention being paid to wages, average hourly earnings up about 5.1% over the same time last year. That was actually, yes, good, but not as high or a hot as as some economists were expecting. I would also say this, the labor force participation rate, the number of people who are part of the job force, actually ticked to a post-pandemic high of 62.3%. To give you some context, in February, before the pandemic started, it was closer to around 633 63.4%. So we're inching back towards what you might characterize as a normal workplace, a normal workforce. When it comes to the overall sectors, everybody basically added jobs, but it continues to be leisure and hospitality that continues to lead the way higher. They gained 179,000 jobs. Professional and business services added 95,000. Healthcare and construction were also strong. And I guess I would put a point on it with this, folks. This is an unbelievably good jobs report. But the real issue is I'm not sure how many people are going to pay attention to it because there is such intense focus on what's happening across the Atlantic in Ukraine and Russia. And of course, the Federal Reserve Chairman Jay Powell already told Congress that the expectation is the Fed will raise rates, by 25 basis points in a couple weeks. So, maybe a lot of this has already been told and foretold prior to this report even coming out, guys. If Ukraine was not invaded by Russia, what would things look like and what would the narrative be right now? We would probably be squarely focused much more so on the inflationary picture right now because it was already very tough, very bad before oil prices and food prices surged because of the invasion. But if you had these numbers to back it up, there was a case to be made that policymakers in Washington, the Federal Reserve, could have looked to maybe tap the brakes a little bit more on the economy without fear of any kind of a recession taking place. The issue now is with a war across the Atlantic, with one that could slow things down, not just from a European perspective, from a global perspective as well, because of higher oil prices and food prices, what does that do to the narrative? And that's where policymakers like Fed Chair Jay Powell have a very, very tough tightrope to walk here because they have to battle inflation, but they cannot do something that's going to shock the American economy or the world economy in a time where there is military action taking place between Russia and Ukraine.
0: I want to point out something that is very important. Uh, the, the, this, this narrative about inflation continues, and it is a narrative that's, that's juxtaposed uh, on many other issues. Let, let me be clear. Inflation occurs when there are shortages or when you have price gouging or when you have monopolies that have price and power we don't have any real shortages to speak of it's great that uh, that unemployment is all the way down it means people can spend and as long as there is there are products out there for people to buy they will spend, but let's let's re- realize one thing. Before we were talking inflationary pressures, we always had corporations making great profits in this economy. They just want more profits, and the way you get more profits are either paying lower wages or increasing prices or doing both, and that is what they're doing. So let's, let's be clear here. Every time the economy takes off, Every time we have more people employed, which is a good thing, the corporatocracy wants to suck that money back out of it in the form of higher prices. And, you know, in other words, take away all of your gains because, they're, because you're going to buy. It's there. You have the money. You buy it. That's called inflation if the prices are raised. Look, this is a great jobs report. Let's let's look at it for what it is, but let's also educate the population to let them know, do not pay higher prices. Go ahead and, st- you know, if it comes that your hospitality prices are too high, stay home. Wait for them to come to you for business. When it comes to the essentials, that is one of the reasons I have always spoken about. Having a bifurcated market, things that are essential should not be controlled by a private, greedy sector, where uh, where they can gouge you, where they can take away your well-gotten, hard gains to enough, to get their results for simply sitting down and having price and pressure. Great job support. Let's keep it going, but let's make sure and keep the corporatocracy in check. We don't need the Fed to. To, to, to force a recession for there to be control on prices. We, the people, can do it. Our thoughts go out to our Ukrainian brothers and sisters. But, you know, in every conflict, it seems that something rears its head. There's something we learn about society. And there's nothing different about this. You know, when Russia started to invade Ukraine... It pained it pained all of us, but one of the things that we all stood up is we we thought we stood up in solidarity, and we did. And the refugees started to flow away from Ukraine, and they started to enter these other countries with open arms. Poland said, "Come into our country. We we can probably house a million of you." Ireland said, "You know we will we will uh, re- stop requiring the visas for Ukrainians to get over here. Just." Come on, we want to protect you against the big, bad Russian, and that's, that's good. That was great. But you have to ask the question, when Russia and the militias were fighting in Syria, how comes those Syrians that were bombed, those Syrians that were harmed, maimed, They were turned back. Barbed wires were filled up in Hungary and all these other countries to prevent them from coming in. You sit sit there and you wonder, why? I mean, these are people that are suffering. Babies being held in women's arms and uh, sick old women, old men trying to make it out of the devastation created by, you know, the powers fighting each other. Why? 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 You know, and... um, at first I thought I, I was the only one who saw it And then I went to an HPJC meeting Houston Peace and Justice Center meeting And I brought that up And it was amazing because Several of, of my compatriots noticed that as well And I reminded them that, you know we, we, We've we seen these kinds of disaster Over and over and over again And the treatment of people With different va- with, with, Who seemingly gets treated with Differently I mean when the United States invaded Panama, and in order to get one person, uh, Manuel Antonio Noriega, they blew up Chorrillo. They blew up the entire block of people that looked differently to get this one guy. They didn't send American soldiers into these areas where they could potentially have gotten themselves hurt. They just said, we'll wipe everything out, the civilians as well. Nobody cared. And then, uh, you know, I, I was happy to see that the AP wrote a note that says, Europe welcomes Ukrainian refugees, others less so. So yes, even the Associated Press, notably from Barcelona, Spain, they file into neighborhood countries, neighboring countries by the hundreds of thousands, of refugees from Ukraine, clutching children in one arm, belongings in the other, and they are being heartily Welcome by the leaders of countries like Poland, Hungary, Bulgaria, Moldova, Romania. But while the hospitality has been applauded, it has also highlighted stark differences in treatment given to migrants and refugees from the Middle East and Africa, particularly Syrians who came in 2015. Some of the language from these leaders has been disturbing to them and deeply hurtful. These are not the refugees we're used to. These people are Europeans, Bulgarian Prime Minister Kirill Perkov told journalists earlier this week of the UK, UK, Ukrainians. These people are intelligent, they're educated people. This is not the refugee wave we have been used to, people we were not sure about their identity, people with unclear past, who would have been even terrorists? In other words, he added, there is not a single European country now which is afraid of the current wave of refugees. Syrian journalist Obka Mohammed says that statement mixes racism and Islamophobia. Mohammed fled his hometown of Dar in 2018. He now lives in Spain and with other Syrian refugees founded the first bilingual magazine in arabic but you know you, you 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 see that and you say well these are just uh, how those guys think but this permeates the it permeates the media as well and that permeation right gets to the people themselves because people see the world through the media as well so if you have a derelict media If you have a media unable to do its job, if you have a media that's not fair, if you have a media that is, may I say, racist, then you get the same kind of result. I want you to listen to this, what we found recently on one of the networks. Check this out and then we'll take it on the other side
1: hiding out in bomb shelters but this isn't a place with all due respect um you know like iraq or afghanistan that has seen conflict raging for decades you know this is a relatively civilized uh relatively european i have to choose those words carefully too uh, city where you wouldn't expect that or hope that it's going to happen This is a relatively civilized, uh, relatively European, I have to choose those words carefully too, uh, city... Hiding out in bomb shelters, but this isn't a place with all due respect, um, you know, like Iraq or Afghanistan that has seen conflict raging for decades. You know, this is a relatively civilized, uh, relatively European. I have to choose those words carefully too uh, city where you wouldn't expect that or hope
0: that it's going to happen. Where it's the, it's a civilized city. You wouldn't expect it to happen, nor would you hope for it to happen. Which, in converse, those other places where these things happen are not civilized, and we don't care if it happens there. You get it? That's the media speaking. That's what's coming out. When you hear the Prime Minister Bulgaria or these other places say these things about these, oh, these guys don't look like those other guys who could themselves be terrorists. Now, if we were to enumerate what russia is doing to the people in ukraine these are the same people same races isn't putin effecting terrorism on the ukrainians in other words white on white uh terrorism isn't that what's occurring so what does that prime minister mean when he says we don't expect those to be terrorists did putin just use cluster bombs and it wasn't Putin firing it. You know, these other people could say for humanitarian reason and not to be tried by The Hague, we won't let go cluster bombs on our fellow people in these countries. We won't do that. But they did it. Civilized. What exactly does that mean? Wasn't the numeric system Arabic? Didn't, didn't we get a whole lot of our things from those people who may be considered uncivilized? Wasn't it true that Europe many a times during the Inquisition and during other times in the history were a pretty violent bunch until things kind of cleaned up because you know they it just burnt themselves out? Isn't that the truth? Aren't people just people and not really these false things that these would these others would like you to believe? Again. Within this crisis, like I said, I feel for my Ukrainian brothers and sisters. But it is shameful that a Europe that sometimes likes to criticize the United States as being the only very, very racist country or whatever, that they suffer from the same disease. After all, it's it's the genesis of the country, isn't it? Until we learn to call things the way they are, until we look at things through the right eyes, as opposed to through some sort of a false filter, things won't change. Again, it's amazing. the violence, the atrocities that you see in Ukraine is absolutely no difference, no different than the atrocities that you see in the Middle East when one terrorist group attacks innocent people or one terrorist group. Fight among themselves. The murder in Panama of 10,000 Panamanians to catch Noriega, those are all evil deeds. We don't call the individuals within the countries evil, but those were all evil deeds. Humanity killing humanity. There are some of us that are simply aberrations to humanity. And those people who have done that, whether it be Russian, whether it be American, whether it be Ukrainian, whether it be uh, uh, Iraqi, whether it be Afghanistani or Afghanistani, it is no different. It is the same. Evil is evil, irrespective of country and no country has a monopoly on evil. No country has a monopoly on civilized who is and isn't civilized. Actually, we skinned people alive here in this country, didn't we? Nobody has a monopoly on evil. There are good people. There are bad people. There are good countries at any given time and bad countries at any, good, at any given time. And some good countries can become bad and some bad countries can become come good. You can have a great kid and you can have a bad kid. Let's be real. Let's just call it the way it is. And going forward, let's just try to make a better person, a better city, a better county, a better state, a better country, a better world. And then we can start talking about making better humanity.
3: Kenny out of Atlanta has a question or comment for you, Mr. Willies. Go right ahead, Hi. Kenny.
4: All right. How y'all doing today?
3: Good. How are you? Uh, the, the
4: point I want to make is uh, the point I want to make is America has no moral standing in the world. Putin watched American politician go 7,000 miles away and bomb and destroy Iraq. Putin saw American politician kill a half million people in Iraq. Putin watched the American politician capture and kill the president. Of Iraq, and then Putin watched American politician bomb and destroy the African country of Libya, and Putin watched American politicians help kill the president of Libya. Putin has watched American politicians kill and invade people, not just Putin, the whole world has watched this. So America has no moral standing in the world. American Politicians, they bomb hospitals, they bomb schools, they bombed uh, business in Iraq and Libya. They knocked out the power grid for like about a two years. The people in Iraq didn't have any power. So when you look at the evil that America has done around the world, America has no moral standing in the world. Sixty years ago, Dr. King was speaking out against America's foreign policy. Dr. King was talking about how terrible America's foreign policy was. Malcolm X was talking about how terrible... So when you look at Iraq, that's Iraq. That was America and British politicians. America and Britain teamed up together. They destroyed a whole country, killed a half million people, left five million orphans in Iraq. When when the world, the world haven't forgot about that. So how can America has absolutely no moral standing? So actually, Putin is doing what he saw the American politician doing. That's my comment. Uh, thanks a lot, Kenny. What do you say,
3: Mr. Willies?
0: Ms. Stokes, uh, this is the first time I'm a parent on your show. And all I have to say about the caller that just, that the person who just called in is you ought to be proud of the level of intellect of the people that call into your show. I could say it no better than he did, but mm-hmm. let's let's up the ante a bit more. I am okay. from Central America, Panama originally, and mm-hmm. 10,000 Panamanians were killed. It, you won't see it in the books when uh, the United States invaded Panama, but that's not the subject. I, I, I am with the brother who called However, the subject is we know what America has done. But you know what? We are humane people, and we don't want hurt on anybody, no matter when, where, or what.
3: Right, right. I definitely don't want that to happen. Um, Also, when when you talk about this whole political equation, when you talk about the U.S., what is this political equation that we are really involved in, even in this country uh, today?
0: Uh, Can you repeat that? I kind of got dropped.
3: You know what? What's the political equation that we are facing today, as as a country? Even as we look at what's happening there in Ukraine, but what's the real political equation that we're really having to deal with?
0: Well, you're you're not. How many people are going to like the real political equation? equation is money the political equation is any t- the, the easiest way for a particular sector in this country the defense industrial complex and president eisenhower spoke about this uh is that you know wherever there is war and we can make a good profit you know war is one interesting thing it's replicable right we bomb places you have to replace the bombs and you have to replace the buildings it's one of the great places to have a group of people Capital to make a whole lot of money. The equation for America is money. Again, the equation for America is always money in these issues. And that's why we don't have a problem going around the world blowing things up. But again, I think you you asked me about Ukraine. When it comes to Ukraine, my heart goes out as a human being to These mm-hmm. people and saying, I don't want, in as much as they have the same diseases we have with racism, etc., I don't want them going through the thing.
3: Uh, Mr. Woolley says it's about money, it's not about people, <laughs> it's about money. <laughs> elaborate on just a little bit more antiseptic slavery uh is as how you referred to it uh, elaborate on that a little more
0: okay uh, you know slavery first of all i don't want to deny the nastiness the crudeness that black people we are all, those of us that are that came over here in the slave trade had to go through in the united states and elsewhere around i'm from panama so the slave trade all over the darn world right yeah yeah but but we have to acknowledge it as an economic system, a capitalist economic system in which these black bodies were the ones chosen to be capital. Now, remember this, uh, in the past during slavery, we had to be fed, we had to be clothed, we had to be given healthcare, we had to have all those things because it's not that anybody cared about our humanity, they cared about us living to do the job to make the master a prophet. well, after slavery, some would think, "Oh my god, there's something wrong uh, things would go haywire no, slavery got expanded after slavery, but it was no longer a black and white thing in other words, white the black and white thing was kept to keep the master more powerful so now they employed people black and white Mm -hmm. they kept the racism alive because if we're fighting each other we can't fight those who are using us as economic pawns they pay us as little as they can they don't give us health care they don't feed us they don't house us they do none of that right Mm -hmm. so in effect we had a new form of slavery known as antiseptic slavery in which now it's not only black people that are slave white people are slave they just don't know it because they keep that distinction that they believe at least i'm not black at least i'm not a poc at least i have my whiteness but i'm nonetheless a slave Don't forget, please support the show. Support the station as well. Why am I asking you to support KPFT 90.1 FM Houston? It is extremely important. Remember that KPFT embraces cultural diversity. We represent the entire Houston, the entire metropolitan area. We represent the entire Country KPFT supports programming that's not the status quo. We challenge the status quo, we don't give you what the corporatocracy just wants to give you. We are here to tell you not only the truth but to express it in a way that we all understand. That's KPFT's job. We are not trying to forget the past, we embrace the past and we are there to celebrate the future because things change. What am I saying? Please remember KPFT 90.1 FM is a gem. We are in the process of moving. We are in the process of relocating to a new space. We need you more than we have ever needed you before to keep this thing going. Over 50 years of giving you great info, not only progressive programming, but alternative pro- uh, programming. What do We mean, by alternative programming, we mean things that you are not going to get elsewhere. We also mean telling you the truth about things that others may not want you to know. So please remember, folks, call 713-526-5738. Again, that number is 713-526-5738. But even better, visit kpft.org, click the Donate button, make sure you select Politics Done Right for the program. The form will give you your donate and gift options. Please get one of my several Get any two of those books for $200, any three of those books for $250. The contributions from my books go directly to support our station, KPFT 90.1 FM. Alternatively, folks, please get your basic KPFT only membership for $40, a Pacifica only membership for $25, or choose from one of our many other gifts for your contribution. Just go to kpft.org. Choose politics done right for the program and select an option either for our books or something else to support the station. It is definitely worth it. So what I'm gonna do right now before I continue is play a video. And because I want you to see how, why we are so misinformed. In this case, it has to do with Ukraine and how it is defined. But I want you to understand what is actually occurring. Check it out.
2: Now the unthinkable has happened to them. And this is not a developing
3: third world nation. This is Europe.
0: As you're talking to us, Matthew, we're playing in the latest pictures of some of the refugees trying to get on trains or trying to get out of Ukraine. And what's compelling is just looking at them the way they're dressed.
1: These are prosperous, middle-class people. These are not, obviously, refugees trying to get away from areas in the Middle East that are still in a
0: big state of war. These are not people trying to get away from areas in North Africa. They look like any European family that you would live next door
1: to. People are hiding out in bomb shelters, but this isn't a place, with all due respect, um, you know, like Iraq or Afghanistan that has seen conflict raging for decades. You know, this is a relatively civilized, uh, relatively European, I have to choose those words carefully too, uh, city where you wouldn't expect that or hope that it's going to happen.
0: I hope you understand that, that has to do with Ukraine. It's with Ukraine and how Ukraine is characterized and how a certain sect, a certain people, it's assumed that they should be okay or it's assumed that they are meritorious of a certain type of life and that this life that is occurring in Ukraine right now is somehow It's not for them. It's not for them. But it's for those people over there in Africa, in the Northeast, or rather in the Middle East. But you know why I wanted to play this here alongside with, let's say, the Biden speech? Because the same thing occurs over and over again. Not only with these issues relative to let's say war but relative to health care relative to so much more and what i want you guys to envision here is how the media plays into your own beliefs how the media makes your, creates your own prejudices. You're a great person. You're a nice person. I'm speaking to people in general. You're a nice person. But the media, the media is there to help shape. Think about that. When it came to inflation, he needed to tell the truth about inflation, not say, I am a capitalist. And capitalism without competition is extortion or, or capitalism without uh, competition. And he used a special word for it. That's not what he should have said. He is giving the capitalists a break. These guys are pilfering American citizens. And then they blame, they blame Biden. So he allows them to keep blaming him. You did this, Biden. You're causing inflation. You're causing all these things. When the culprit. The ones who are causing inflation all around, the ones responsible for inflation is the private sector. First of all, they're increasing prices much faster than any price increase they have. The reason for the price increases are their failures. Whatever happened to accountability? Whatever happened to be accountable for just-in-time inventory failing. Whatever happened to be accountable for offshoring failing. And how did those two fail? They failed the supply line. The supply line for certain products mean we have a shortage of certain products. And then who pays? You do. And it's not only that you pay more, right? Because here's a, here's the interesting thing because I, I want to show you the rip off that capitalism is with the way supply and demand works, right? Let me. I want you to. Sh- I want to show you this, and I want you guys to go through the enumeration with me slowly. I'm going to try to do this slowly. There was a time that a lot of products was ma- were made in America, and these products, the the, the furthest distance they had to go is three thousand miles from one coast to the other, or maybe if some were made in Alaska and 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 Hawaii a bit more. But we used to make things here, so transportation cost was minimal, and. It, it, and, and, and delivery was always way. I mean, if you manufacture in North Carolina, South Carolina, California, Oregon, all these places, if there's a hurricane in North Carolina, you can bring in from your store in, in, in uh, California, etc. That's perfect, right? It works. But uh, in America, we, we also have a good standard of living. We want to pay good wages. Well, what does the capitalist say? The capitalist says, my soul purpose in life is to maximize profits for the shareholders and bonuses for the executives. That's their sole purpose. Milton Friedman, the king said, you don't have to worry about society, you don't have to worry about doing what is right. He said that, that's the definition of capitalism. Good. So, that that's where we're at, that's how we used to do things. Now, they discovered offshore, and then they put all these products to be made overseas. What that means is that when a product could have gotten to you in a week, it now takes six weeks to two months to three months to get to you. So that you have to pre-plan, manufacture way overseas. You have to pre plan going through customs. You have to pre plan the shipping charges. You have to pre plan that it's going to have some import charges if you haven't bribed the government to, to remove it from the, the list of products that, that have high uh, import fees on. You do that. But the, the slave labor overseas is so much less than the slave labor in the United States that you still make a bigger profit by doing it overseas. But there's a catch. If overseas that factory burns down, there is a war, there's a tornado or a hurricane in the ocean that has these ships diverting. Suddenly, your supply chain is in danger because you are using just-in-time inventory. And just-in-time inventory says you don't have these big warehouses where you store two or three months worth of goods. It's funny. Check this out. If you had those goods in America, you'd store three or four months worth of goods. But, you know, it takes you three or four months to get your products over to America. But you don't store it. You just have just in time. Just in time. Just in time. Just in time. So the first time something happens, a pandemic, where places in China shut down, your supply chain is shot. So you made a big profit by having just-in-time inventory by offshoring. A big profit, but here is what hurts the most. When you start to have supply chain problems, in other words, your supply chain is now hosed. So what happens now? You have less product to sell. You raise the prices of the product you sell because you have less of it with the same type of demand. So you raise the prices because you have less demand. So you profit off of your own failure. Capitalism is a system that allows you to profit off of failure. You fail to you fail to create a, a supply line. You fail to realize that if you don't build things over here, that can happen. And when you have failed and you don't have the amount of products that you have, you have the ultimate right to raise the price of that product to whatever value you want it to be, right? And charge more. So you don't only make more profit on the limited supply. Your profit margin actually increases because you're you're investing in less material to make more profit, you're screwed. The American people get screwed all around. It's a system that justifies failure. Okay? And it's amazing. It's amazing that people don't understand that look, this supply and demand sounds good in practice, and when when it comes to offshore and, and the shortages, in my in my opinion, when 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 shortages occur because of the failure of the system, they should eat the, they should eat the, the charges, right? And that is what I'm talking about. So what did, where did I think Biden fail? I think Biden once should get some pelotas and, you know, don't even worry about the next election. Start putting these types of statements at hand. The reason we have inflation is because of failure of the private sector. The reason you're paying more prices is that same private f- sector wants to monopolize on their own failures. And then you explain it over and over and over again. Who who doesn't understand what I just said? Who, who agrees with what I just said? I'd love to hear from, from you talking about this. Our Ukrainian brothers and sisters, they're at war. But in reality, war has come to them. Uh, We have Russia that's blowing the holy crap out of apartment buildings, blowing things up, killing innocent civilians, right? That's a fact. But in the process, because of the sanctions on Russia, Because of the volatility, quote, unquote, in the markets, the price of oil is going through the roof. That is our economic system at work. That is our economic system at work. And let me explain what it is trying to tell you. Our economic system says the following. If there is a war, the risk is on you, the people. If there are good times, the risk is on you, people. If we make a lot of money, the risk is on you, people. And let me explain what I really mean here. Why do we have troops all over the world? Why do we have bases all over the world? Why do we have several fleets in every single one of the oceans on this planet? To protect the interests of Americans. But whose interests are we really protecting? You know, the average American citizen, if we were an insular community, we would be farming, we would be doing all the things within America like the natives did, to have all production local. We could do everything locally. But there were different, uh, with, with economic systems, we were able to abstract things. We were able to go ahead and manufacture things here and there and elsewhere. But the spoils from that efficiency, which is it is true, the spoils from that efficiency never was spread to all of those who created it, in other words. It's efficient to build certain things overseas, but the change in price of those things built overseas, we got to pay a smaller price, but we never partake or partook of the profits from that. It went just to the top. It isn't the billionaires who made the shifts. It isn't the billionaires who created the intellect for all these different things. It is all of us. Collectively, we all did it. But In as much as we need a strong military to make sure commerce continues on around this globe, the only ones who pay the price when there is a disruption, the only ones who pay the price when there is a problem are we the people. The corporate structure never pays. Inflation is always their savior. They always make it. They are always ahead. What if they ask us to be patriotic? Oh, be patriotic. You know, remember they used to tell us, go buy war bonds. Go do these. Be patriotic. When do we ask the corporations to be patriotic and not raise the prices As they are making record profits, stop raising the prices on the average American citizen. They're going through hell. They went through the pandemic. They kept your companies alive. Some people died keeping your companies alive. But who do you ask to carry the weight of the war? The weight of the speculations in the oil market. You are asking us to do it. No, you're not asking us to do it. You are forcing us to do it because we got to drive to work, because we got to heat our homes. So you, the corporations, as we look at the stock market, you have profited from the pandemic. As we have had to pay much more for things under the pandemic, you profited. You profited from the technology that created the cures for the pandemic that we all paid for and then paid again as you give it to us through taxes two different times. Corporations, when are you going to make the sacrifice for America, for the blood of the people, for the blood of the kids who went to Iraq on false pretenses, for the blood of the kids who went to Afghanistan on false premises, for the blood of the kids who went to Granada, Panama, Haiti, and all these places on your behalf to make sure you could get cheap bananas. And I mean that, to get cheap bananas. We have always... The average American citizens have always paid the price for your profits, for your success. When do you as a corporation sacrifice? When do you as a corporation pay the price for what capitalism has rendered, not only in America, but throughout the world? You beg and you ask, you beg and you ask, you beg. No, you don't ask. What am I saying? What am I saying? You beg and you take, you beg and you take. I remember when Mitt Romney said, there are 47% of you that are takers. No, 47% of you don't even make enough money to pay income taxes. You pay every other tax. You can't afford income taxes. You know why? Because you don't pay the people enough. So that they can contribute. I mean, the problem, the biggest problem I see, however, is the indoctrination into having us believe that there's something special about you capitalists. There's nothing special about you. You are just parasites. There is absolutely nothing special about a capitalist other than they are the biggest parasites on the planet. You suck the blood out of everybody else. We bleed for you. When, you. when the prices go up, we pay the prices. As we watch you dally around the stock market saying, record profits for corporations. Why? Because we raised our prices. Did we really have to? We're raising our prices because of a supply chain problem. How the hell is there a supply chain problem when your prices before the price hike was record profits? People, we have to start learning these things on our own and we have to stop having these people lie to us, pull our legs or just look at us and say, those stupid people will do whatever we ask. Don't forget, please support the show, support the station as well. Why am I asking you to support KPFT 90.1 FM Houston? It is extremely important. Remember that KPFT embraces cultural diversity. We represent the entire Houston, the entire metropolitan area. We represent the entire country kpft supports programming that's not the status quo we challenge the status quo we don't give you what the corporatocracy just want to give you we are here to tell you not only the truth but to express it in a way that we all understand that's kpft's job we are not trying to forget the past we embrace the past and we are there to celebrate the future because things change what am i saying Please remember KPFT 90.1 FM is a gem. We are in the process of moving. We are in the process of relocating to a new space. We need you more than we have ever needed you before to keep this thing going. Over 50 years of giving you great info, not only progressive programming, but alternative pro- uh, programming. What do we mean by alternative programming, we mean things that you are not going to get elsewhere. We also mean telling you the truth about things that others may not want you to know. So please remember, folks, call 713. 713- 526-5738. Again, that number is 713-526-5738. But even better, visit kpft.org, click the donate button, make sure you select politics done right for the program. The form will give you your donate and gift options.
3: do you think we'll ever get to a place where government will be about the people and not as focused on the money when when you bring up that case for example you look at poverty you look at homelessness you look at uh, food insecurity and and not much attention given there for from the government but the focus is on war because I guess there's more money to be made like when you brought up that example it makes common sense uh, S-E-N-S-E but it doesn't make sense uh, C-N-T-S so uh, uh, do you think well, that we can shift to that perspective with government or, or or we perhaps may never get there
0: no I, I, let me tell you where I uh, I am Miss Stokes okay. and it goes as far as this the work that you are doing the work that a lot of other independent journalists are doing is invaluable the fact that Georgia turned out a Jewish man and a black man in a period where we have this amount of antiSemitism and supremacy in the country mm-hmm. says that your job is getting done and yes it can be done the question is are we going to keep the people sufficiently active to ensure they understand the power that we still have one person one vote they're trying to take it away mm-hmm. but we still have it If you, if all of us that are in this independent media space do our job and encourage people and keep them, letting them know that there is going to be some backsliding, but you have to keep looking forward, as MLK would have said, or Malcolm X, or all the other leaders of the past would have said, you have to keep looking forward. Can government change? Yeah. You know why? Because we are government and we can get them the hell out of there with the people that we want to put in there. Please remember to keep your community radio station in your minds. Keep KPFT on your mind. Talk about it. Tell your friends about it. Tell them you know about this station in town, 90.1 FM Houston, that needs your support. That is there to provide that nourishment that we need. KPFT 90.1 FM Houston. You can listen IES. But don't you forget, listen to us live on air at KPFT 90.1 FM on Thursdays at noon and at Fridays at 11 a.m. All Central Time. Please get one of my several. Get any two of those books for $200, any three of those books for $250. The contributions for my books go directly to support our station, KPFT 90.1 FM. Alternatively, folks, please get your basic KPFT-only membership for $40, a Pacifica-only membership for $25, or choose from one of our many other gifts for your contribution. Just go to kpft.org. Choose Politics Done Right for the program and select an option either for our books or something else to support the station. It is definitely worth it. Well, folks, that's it for today. You know how I'm going to end this baby. My name is Igberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. And you know how I end this baby. I am what? Out! Welcome to Politics Done Right. I am your host, Egberto Willis. This is a progressive program that will take the mystery out of politics. This is the program